0: You can shove that up your anniversary.
1: I mean, name me one animal in which the anus is bigger than the mouth.
0: I just spray painted it on his fucking face.
1: <laughs> this is a standard nerds podcast. How'd you bite me now? Hello, and welcome to How Do You Like Me Now, the podcast where we go back and relive the golden years of kids TV. I'm Will, with me as always is Liz. Hello, Liz.
0: Ahoy there.
1: How's it going?
0: Yeah, it's going very well, thank you.
1: Excellent. Liz, this is a special week. Is it? This episode, we uh, ran a poll on Twitter and on Instagram uh, asking people what we should do for our next episode. And the people have spoken, Liz.
0: I don't trust the people. <laughs>
1: Well, you should trust the people. The people are excellent excellent judges, right. and this week we will be watching the winner, which is Bucky O'Hare.
0: I do not know what that is. Okay. I think it's a rabbit.
1: Yes. Was Although the...
0: hair is in the name. I say, was
1: the name a clue? Uh...
0: Hair is not a rabbit, but I think it's a, a rabbit in a spacesuit.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a green rabbit in a spacesuit.
0: I was going to say green, but I didn't want to commit. <laughs> I think this is another one where I've got, you know, over the years I've managed to glimpse an image of it and immediately gone, well, there's nothing for me there.
1: <laughs> don't
0: okay. don't want to watch that. So I know nothing else about Bucky O'Hare.
1: See, now this is one that I recall watching a bit as a kid, but I really can't remember much about it at all.
0: Okay, so it's pretty new to you.
1: Pretty new to me. I remember... Obviously, the main character Bucky O'Hare is right. a green rabbit. He uh, is in space. He fights enemies, which I think were frogs. Oh, okay. And he flies around the spaceship. And I think he he had a crew, as you kind of have to do if you're a cartoon hero. You've got to have a crew of of friends to
0: other rabbits or
1: I think there were other animals, generally a collection I, of animals. I think there may have been one other rabbit and I think the rest were like a collection of other animals. There might have been a robot, I I can't say for sure. I don't want to commit at this stage to say that definitely was. No, 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 not at all, not at all, not at all. But the one thing I do remember from this is it did have an awesome theme tune.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Which I can only remember a little bit of, which I believe went along the lines of Bucky, Captain Bucky, you're her, and I think it was that kind of thing.
0: Uh, that sounds very much in your wheelhouse. It
1: does. This, this on the on the on the tin, this is very much a me show.
0: <laughs> which means it's not a me show. Yeah,
1: I don't think you're going to like this.
0: I I have a funny feeling I'm not going to either. (laughs) Well, okay, let's go for it then. Alright,
1: okay, so we're gonna go and watch a couple of episodes of Bucky O'Hare and we will report back. (coughs) Duncan, I'm blind. (coughs) And we're back. So, Liz, Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Wars, to give it its full title. Thoughts?
0: I don't have the first fucking clue what that was. (laughs) I do not know what just happened. I hated it. No. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean... What was Did the... you not realise that I was hating it?
1: I, I thought you were disliking it. I mean, hate is quite strong. That's... I
0: hated it. <laughs> I hated the characters, the story. I hated their voices, the animation. I hated the theme tune. I hated I hated everything.
1: I can't believe you hated the theme tune.
0: It was way too long and they said Bucky O'Hare too many times. They
1: did. They need to get the title of the show over.
0: No, no. I got it. It's Bucky O'Hare. Bucky O'Hare. Captain Bucky O'Hare. Just keep saying it. I. Oh. <laughs> I, I really hated it. <laughs>
1: okay, well, let's. Tell you what, let's start. Because we watched the first ever episode of, of uh, Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Wars. So, first of all, let's talk about Bucky O'Hare. Didn't like him. Did not like Bucky O'Hare, really. No.
0: What didn't you like about Bucky O'Hare? Didn't like his voice. Didn't like his face. Didn't like anything about him.
1: I mean, you know, his voice is a bit intense. He's quite.
0: I thought it was a bit, a bit monotone. I didn't get anything from him. Does really? he have emotions?
1: Yeah, he's he's filled with rage at the loss of his home world.
0: Yeah, no, he isn't. No, <laughs> nothing. Nothing's coming out. I. He had these huge eyes which conveyed no emotion. He had a voice which was not in any way commanding or anything. He, he conveyed nothing. <laughs> he, I thought he was dreadful. <laughs> I hated him.
1: I see What confused me is he's got very clear diction for being a green space rabbit with two foot long buck teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those the basically extend to his chin. But he has no problem speaking whatsoever.
0: But he—he he isn't. He is a hare. He's not a rabbit. Yes,
1: he's a hare. Even though I think they introduced him as a rabbit in like the title music or something.
0: Well, who? I mean, who gives a fuck really? <laughs> but I—I I just hated him. He has very muscular legs. That's all I can say about. He him. He
1: does, and he's got. I think I found as well with those epaulets on his shoulders. Yeah. It's a very sort of muscular-looking character. He's odd. angular.
0: He's odd-looking. He's odd-looking. He's odd-sounding. I didn't like him. I didn't care what happened to him. I actually, I'll be honest, I missed the toads. The first What? Th- the first thing we saw was some toads watching a commercial.
1: Yeah, fricks and fracks.
0: And they were uh, they were watching uh, oh, an, an advert for wart cream to mm-hmm. give you more warts. i I would have watched more of that.
1: You wanted like this show recut from the perspective of the Toads.
0: Yeah, I think I was on the side of the
1: Toads. Oh my God, I can't believe you're backing the Toads. Don't, They're Mona. looking to enslave the universe. They destroy worlds.
0: Okay, don't get at me, because I'm on the side of the Toads, right? When literally the plot of this episode is he only cares about people being enslaved once he realises the hares have also been enslaved. Like, that's a great message for kids, isn't it? Oh, slavery's only bad when it affects people like you. Amazing fucking message.
1: You're very entitled rabbit when you think about what it. What a
0: prick. <laughs> I fucking hated everything about this. <laughs> Let's get off that. That's too heavy. Okay. Okay. The slavery, I didn't like them talking about that.
1: (laughs) No. Not
0: not great messages coming out of that. I didn't like it.
1: Let's go through the rest of the crew.
0: Okay, fine. See if there's anything there.
1: Okay, so we've talked about Bucky O'Hare. You've got his first mate, who is Jenny.
0: Yeah, I was kind of okay with Jenny. Yeah,
1: I thought you would be. I thought (laughs) Jenny's your kind of character.
0: Yes. Massive volume on the hair.
1: Huge hair.
0: Love that. That's great. Big pink hair.
1: Yeah, huge um, pink hair.
0: We found out she was a cat. Yes, they mentioned that in the episode. Otherwise, I don't think I'd have realised. No,
1: I would have thought she was another rabbit, just yeah, with yeah. like the ears under the hair.
0: Ears under the hair. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what I thought. Yeah, bit strange to see a cat and a hare teaming up. Don't <laughs> seem like natural bedfellows. I
1: mean, there's a lot strange about this. But a, that seems a thing to a, a particular thing to hone in on.
0: But it should be like, but it should be Bucky O'Cat. Or the, episode, or the whole thing should be Jenny, because Jenny's clearly the best one, <laughs> right? Because the, a cat is a natural enemy of a toad. Is it? Well, a cat would eat a frog or something, wouldn't it? Would it? Have you never had a cat?
1: Yeah, I have. I've never known them eat a frog. Mice, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. If it was if it was Look, Jenny's cat...
1: a cat and the mice...
0: But cats and mice have been done. What I'm saying is a cat <laughs> is an enemy to a toad, but a hare's not a natural enemy of a toad.
1: Is a hair a natural enemy of anything, in which the hair is the predator? Not no. really.
0: They're shit, as borne out by this whole show, which is shit. <laughs> right, no, I kind of like Jenny. She's kind of hot.
1: Okay, yeah, so Jenny, she's got uh, various psychic powers. I was
0: going to say, what I didn't like is she's got the typical female powers. Mm-hmm. This is a very tropey thing of yep. the woman character will have the power to sense emotions, the power to use, m- bend emotions, to see, you know, telepathic, you know, s- sensing out what other people are thinking. It's all very, very done.
1: Yeah, even before you've seen her in, like, full profile and you see she's wearing the silver thigh-high boots. The like... I was okay with the boots. <laughs> and, you know, and everything else. And she's, she's, she's a sexy
0: cat, she's, okay?
1: She's, okay, yeah, she's, she's, she's a sexy, sexy cat. cat. In the grand tradition of sexy cats in cartoons. But
0: I'm okay with that. Because I like things that are sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: do. <laughs> you like a sexy cartoon character with massive hair.
0: I do. I like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You like it in Earthworm Jim. You like it in Bucky O'Hare. Yeah,
0: yeah. I like. I like that she's sexy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm okay with that.
1: She goes through the characters. He does it the, the sort of roll call. It's like Captain Bucky O'Hare, Dead Eye Duck, Chief Engineer Bruce, Android First Class Blinky, and Jenny. Jenny gets no affectation.
0: Yeah, again, I don't like that everybody else has got a spacey, cool future name, and she's called Jenny. She's just Jenny. There's nothing wrong with the name Jenny. Nope. There are a lot of Jennys out there, and it's a fine, fine name. But up against Bucky O'Hare, it sounds a little normal.
1: Yeah, it does. It does. Oh, but... You know, Jenny. I think you know she's a she's a good character. I think you know underused. I think in these two episodes we saw in the
0: episodes we saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. but she's sexy, so I thought it was okay. <laughs> of
1: that. Uh, okay, what about the main gunner, Dead Eye Duck?
0: I am not a fan of Dead Eye Duck.
1: <gasps> I can't believe you're not a fan of Dead Eye Duck. Dead Eye Duck's like the best character,
0: right? I have several problems with Dead Eye Duck. Okay. The first one is why has he got four arms? Okay,
1: right. I spot that as well, but. What I would say is, in this universe, as we've seen, all ducks have forearms.
0: Yeah, all ducks have four arms. Not have wings, big... arms. I have a big problem with that, right? First off, ducks don't have any arms. I can get on board with... His two wings being transposed into arms in order to facilitate plot.
1: Yeah, like Donald Duck and the other ducks. With
0: him having four arms, all ducks having four arms, and every other creature has the same amount of limbs as usual. (laughs) I can't can't process that what happened to them were they genetically engineered what happened to the duck race for them to have four arms
1: well they talk about mutants in like the intro theme tune that went too quick for me to write down in the lyrics but they do talk about mutants i believe so i think it's entirely within reason that although they are ducks they are mutant ducks in space
0: okay so he's been engineered to have four arms but he's only got one good eye.
1: Well, I don't think he's been engineered to have forearms. I think he's evolved to have forearms. I think probably he's only got one good eye because he just an incident.
0: He's he's supposed to be vaguely piratical.
1: Yes, he is.
0: Which we see we saw in the second episode, which was about pirate ducks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's only got one good eye, and he's got this kind of I don't know accent. What would you call it?
1: It's kind of like a, a southern, like almost like. Texan kind of accent. Yeah, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. He bored me. I didn't care for him.
1: I can't believe this. I Dead Eye Duck's a classic. Second I saw Dead Eye Duck, I was like, "Oh my god, yes, Dead Eye Duck." He was like everyone's favorite character. Okay,
0: tell me what's classic about him.
1: Well, he's just, you know, he's just he's got like sass and guns and he can shoot well and you know, he's called Dead Eye Duck. That's a cool name.
0: Uh. I mean, it's alliterative, if you like that sort of thing. <laughs> but you're telling me he's got sass. I found no humour in this show whatsoever.
1: Okay, I'll take that. It's, it's Yeah, there's not really any comedy in this. I
0: think what annoyed me most about him it was he was meant to have sass. He's saying things that should be sassy, but there's nothing to them. He's, he's, he is playing the part of a sidekick with the sass, but none of it... Pays off. None of it works. He is a a prick tease of a character. (laughs) Right? He he reels you in with the promise of humour and, you know, a one-two punch and delivery. And then nothing comes of it. (laughs) This is my big problem
1: with him. (laughs) He's a prick tease of a character. Yes, I've
0: just explained to you how I mean that.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, I really want to get then your thoughts on uh, Chief Engineer Bruce...
0: Is that the ape?
1: Yeah, the Beetlejuiceian Berserker Baboon.
0: Okay, right. It's kind of like a Planet of the Apes kind of orangutan crossed with someone from a Norwegian metal band.
1: Like Dr. Zaius crossed with someone from like, Lordy. They're yeah. not Norwegian, they're Finnish, but you know.
0: It's something in that yeah Scandinavian area. death a lot metal. Of, he's got a lot of metal work on his, on his gear.
1: Yeah, he does. I mean, he kind of has to. He's a big baboon. It'd be weird if he was walking around with very few clothes on.
0: Yeah, again, again, there's nothing to him. He's there, he's big, he yeah. looks threatening, no character.
1: You've got to round out this crew, though. You've got to have, like, you know, you've got the captain, who's, like, kind of the stoic, uh, idealistic everyman kind of thing. You've got Jenny, who has that psychic power and the sexiness. You've got the wisecracking duck, who doesn't do, deliver any wisecracks. And then you've got you've got to have the big, massive, you know, huge... The
0: big brutish character, brutish... who doesn't deliver any brutery.
1: Well, he delivers some brutality, he brutalises the, those ducks, not ducks, No, he, doesn't, he, does he, he beats up toads, he beats up the toads. Does he? Yeah, he beats up the toads in the second episode we watched where they, there's loads of space duck pirates.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> go, on, t- go on, finish, finish okay, off the crew.
1: Okay, so yeah, and the last two members of the crew we've got, well we've got uh, Android First Class Blinky. It's,
0: that's iRobot, right?
1: That's the little robot, yeah.
0: With the eye. Yeah, with the eye. It's just an eye.
1: Yeah, just one eye.
0: Again, nothing to it. Why does he need
1: to have two eyes? He's a robot.
0: I'm not. I didn't say he had to have two eyes. You just seem to be
1: honing in on this one eye he's got.
0: Well, yeah, because why would you build a robot that's just an eye? Well, he's not—he's got arms and legs. But he's just on his head. He's just got an eye. Well, yeah. What else does he need? He's a robot. I don't know. A, a circuitry.
1: Well, there's probably circuitry within the eye. It's a pretty big eye. It's not like a, like a tiny little eyeball on on like a neck. That'd be weird.
0: Why does he need such a big eye?
1: Well, so we can see things clearly. I don't know.
0: Why would you build an eye that size to see things clearly?
1: Well, I mean, I'm going to go out and limb him. Maybe because it's animated and you your detail is kind of limited.
0: It's not that limited, right? He's just an eye. I don't like him. (laughs) Okay. I didn't like him because there was nothing to him. Again, just an eye. I'm not angry that all there is to him is an eye. Well, that is why I'm angry. Actually,
1: <laughs> just angry. No, what
0: I'm saying is that I wouldn't have angered me if there was something else about him, or if he could, you know, see particularly far. But he doesn't. The eye is never—it's well, mean, never part of the plot, he right? Might... And he never—he—he he doesn't add anything. He has no personality. He—I'm angry because he's just an eye. <laughs> he's just an eyeball that's always there. What's the matter with you? <laughs>
1: I mean, he might add stuff to the plot. We just didn't see it so much in these episodes. And there's nothing... Who to say he can't see really far? He was only ever inside the ship. Yeah,
0: exactly. No fucking good, is it? (laughs) Right? Seeing really far, not great when all of your, you know, confines are only eight feet away. But
1: I haven't said he can see really far. You've asked if he's got that that power. I'm
0: saying if you're going to build a robot with a giant fucking eye, but there must be a reason for it. (laughs) I'm angry... About the giant eye because it, I can't see a use for it. Nobody told me a use for it. Nobody <laughs> told me why that fucking character existed. He was useless. <laughs> He's just background fodder, right? They've just put him there because they think a giant eye looks cool and it's fucking easy to draw.
1: <laughs> You've got to be...
0: I'm surprised it wasn't a doodle of a flower pot, but because there's no fucking reason for it just to be an eye. <laughs> I do love a flower pot and then a penis rolling around. Because <laughs> it's just—it is literally just scribbles that you would put on your sketch pad. Like, what should we have? A uh, big eye? Yeah. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Phone it in. Phone it in, guys. <laughs> it's kids. They'll oh. watch anything.
1: Okay. Well. So, oh God. To, that's the crew. But do you know what I've
0: just realised? What. I thought I really hated the eye. We haven't even talked about the thing I hated most yet. I know.
1: I think we're going to get to that one. Right, come on. I want to try and, I want to ask you what you think happened up to in the first like 5 minutes of this episode. No,
0: no, no. You can't ask me what happened in the entirety of either of these episodes because I don't know. <laughs> okay. I I I caught on to random scenes, okay? What I know okay is that Bucky O'Hare And his band of intrepid but, frankly, empty explorers (laughs) are in a war against Toads. Yeah. Who, again, we see nothing of. They're empty characters. There's a war. That's set up. Then, at some point, they meet the character that I haven't mentioned yet, who's my least favourite. And then they go to the UN.
1: The space UN.
0: Space animal UN yes right that's all I know from that entire first episode.
1: Okay, I mean that is basically the general gist of the episode. I think. Okay. So yeah, they they basically find out that Bucky O'Hare's homeworld has been destroyed. They oh
0: god yeah, there's slavery. There's tons of slavery they liberate slave ship.
1: They they get back to their uh, the quantum. Uh, Didn't get that bit. Okay, basically this is how they, they have a quantum generator. I think I can't remember what it is. Basically,
0: it's... all the words that you'd hear in a Star Trek episode, whatever was left over, they just put them in a random order and just apply them to things. Proton liberally. accelerator,
1: a proton accelerator. Exactly. Right. So they've built a pro- they've got a proton accelerator in their engine room because they start taking a load of fire from the toads. It malfunctions, and then we cut to San Francisco. Yep. And we see. A School hall and a small blonde boy with glasses uh, in front of a locker that has had nerd spray painted on it.
0: And to be honest, they weren't easy on him. I just spray painted it on his fucking face. <laughs> I hated him.
1: Weird Willy.
0: Willy DeWitt.
1: Willy DeWitt.
0: Oh my god, why would you put this character in this show? As if he wasn't bad enough already. I hate him. Right? He's a total cock <laughs> at that school right there's three kids three on one they're miles bigger than he is right and they've come to say to him you're making us all look bad and he's like i can't help i can't help being really good at math and science <laughs> and they're like don't pass this test and he's like oh my god i can't help it. if i pass
1: the test i'm really fucking intelligent
0: like you're not that fucking intelligent they're gonna fuck you up you dickhead <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, I'm really swearing too much. But they would fuck him up. Yeah. Okay. Those kids would kill him, and I would kill him quite happily. Quite happily.
1: <laughs> so, we've been introduced to Willie Dewitt. Yeah. <laughs> you, who you would quite happily kill.
0: Well, I say that. Yeah, I would.
1: <laughs> Willie you know, yeah, he's he's facing trouble. He goes home, he tries to get some advice from his right, parents. Can I just
0: ask? Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna trample all over the plot because I don't really give a fuck. Okay. Right. So this kid he goes to the universe of Bucky O'Hare.
1: Yes. And obviously Sorry, sorry, the anniversary of Bucky O'Hare.
0: Right, you can shove that up your anniversary. <laughs> right. Now we see him in the second episode, so I assume he chooses to stay with the crew of Bucky O'Hare. Does that mean he can no longer return to his universe? Or what?
1: Well, this brings us on to... No. I was going to say an interesting point, but you're not going to find it that interesting. You
0: can say it, though.
1: Uh, I did a little bit of research, no. and uh, I, I found there is, on the Wikipedia, because Bucky O'Hare, I didn't know, is actually based off a cult comic. Okay. So there are differences between the comic and the uh, TV show. Would well, you like me to read them to you? I
0: assume one of the differences is that the TV show is shit because I don't think anybody would have bothered making this if the comic was as bad.
1: Hey, I'm just gonna start reading this to you.
0: Oh, do you have to? And uh, you
1: tell me when you when you get lost. Okay. Willie DeWitt can travel freely between Earth and the universe instead of being stranded there. Bruce is transported into another dimension instead I'm lost. of being killed. <laughs>
0: I don't I don't know who Bruce is
1: Bruce is the engineer who Bruce the engineer the giant
0: the orangutan
1: baboon oh thank you
0: what sort of baboon is ginger a
1: beetle juicy and berserker baboon
0: right so they get Willie deWitt and yep. we get the orangutan
1: well yeah I think well no I think yeah in this one he probably does come back and then they get him back because
0: stop stop telling me i don't care i don't care (laughs) oh what i want to know is can in the what we watched can willie dewitt return
1: yes he can he can freely return back to his own universe
0: so they could get rid of him any time
1: yeah and i mean i think the moments where they try to certainly the second episode we watched they say oh this is this secret pirate initiation ceremony you can't attend unless you're a pirate they just bring him along Because he shows some skill with a frisbee.
0: That's not getting him to return. That's actively encouraging not to return.
1: I'm getting to my point. I'm getting to my point. God. And then at the end of it, they go... I'm so angry. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You could become a pirate and travel with us. And, you know, he's about to go until Dead Eye Duck talks him out of it. So clearly they're like, just let him just wander off.
0: Right. What I was going to say is, if I was willing to Wit, I can see why I'd want to go to an anniversary where there is a massive fuck-off war between everyone because his parents are clearly cocks. Apart from the fact that he's going to get fucked up at school the next day, right? his parents are cocks because (laughs) I just caught this one scene, I didn't really understand what was going on, but I think I heard his mother say, what's really important in life is making sure that when you grow up, there are whales and owls and an ozone layer.
1: Did you hear that line? Yeah, I did. And then they go off to a rally. So his parents are environmentalists.
0: They they went off to a rally about whales, owls and the ozone layer.
1: Well, I don't presume it was a rally about all those things. I think she was making a wider point about the need to preserve the the universe and the environment and was heading off to to go and do that. But
0: I get it. I mean, ozone layer, big, big, big thing. Oh, yeah.
1: And this was 91. So ozone layer, huge thing.
0: Huge, right? Whales, always been huge. Save the whales, Greenpeace built a whole con owls?
1: I wasn't ever aware that owls were really that at risk
0: ow- ow- owls? In
1: not on a comparable level to the ozone layer and, and, and whales. whales like if they were I mean I'm not disputing that they are at risk but I feel like if they were on that same level I would have heard a lot about it
0: well, yeah how did the owls get themselves in there? so we've got the shit rabbit we've got <laughs> sexy cat blinky robot orangutan and the fucking duck <laughs> And they go, right, to the Animal Space UN yes. and they shoot the place up. I they literally go in there and they're like, you need to listen to us. And the leaders of the of the universe, that universe, say, do you know what? We haven't got time to listen to you right now, Bucky. We're doing our own thing. There's an agenda. This We haven't reached any other business yet. And... They're like, right, you are going to fucking listen to us and just shoot the place up. Bucky O'Hare should be in jail. You can't just go and shoot up the UN. What the
1: fuck? I mean, I'll be honest, it's the United Animal Security Council they've gone into. Which, okay. Even though it says UAF on the walls and they refer to it as UAC at other They're point
0: united in- as fuck.
1: In That's 19, what they
0: are, UAF. right? <laughs> I have been in a lot of meetings where nobody would listen to me, but I have never just started shooting the place up. <laughs> I've thought about it.
1: But Liz, let me ask you this. If you were at the forefront, if you were on the front line of an intergalactic war against a ruthless, toad-led army, yep. and you went along saying, you need to mobilise more ships, you've only given me one ship and my crew of four... And they said, well, in order to justify the expenditure, we need evidence of, of atrocities. Which is literally what they say. Wouldn't you react by shooting the place up?
0: No, I wouldn't. No? No. No? I'd either give them evidence of atrocities, or stage a coup and just remove them.
1: See, I wonder if this is a, there, there is a lot of shifting in power in this. Because this first episode we saw, the chairman of the Security Council is a pig. <laughs>
0: Yes he is, what a bastard.
1: <laughs> and the second one we saw, he's a walrus. And the entire security against us were different animals this time.
0: Honestly, what a heap of crap this was. <laughs> Why is Bucky so small? Well he's a hare. No, no no no, right? He is smaller than the child, Willie DeWitt. Yeah. But he's bigger than an actual hare. Now what's the point of that? <laughs>
1: I think... Why isn't
0: he a big, imposing presence?
1: Because he's got Bruce to be a big, imposing presence. Look... You can't have right. Okay, this is the thing. Like, you can't have one character but, but, like, who is everything.
0: No, 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 no. Don't give me, don't give me fucking shite right now. <laughs> okay, right. You've got like right, Captain America. Right, he teams up with the Hulk, so he's got a, a fuck off big guy. Yeah. But he doesn't. He doesn't stay small, does he? He gets them to inject him with all the steroids,
1: and he well, pumps himself that's up. That's before he gets. That's before he teams up with Hulk, though. Oh, I
0: don't know. He does
1: that in like the forties. And then, yeah, Hulk comes a long way later.
0: Yeah, but are you telling me those guys in the Avengers, none of them do weight training? They're all just like that?
1: No, of course they do weight training, except for Captain America he doesn't need to, because he's got the super serum, which gives him super strength. Okay. And Thor is a god. And Bruce Banner had the gamma radiation, which turns him into Hulk, which makes him strong. You know, none of them, they don't need, like, conditioning to stay in shape.
0: What about Iron Man? Does he hit the gym, or?
1: No, he doesn't need, again, he's got the suit.
0: No, oh, I don't know.
1: He probably does hit the gym just to stay trim so he can fit into the suit. Or maybe he doesn't. Maybe that's why Tony Stark makes so many of them. Puts on a couple of pounds. Oh, I need to make a new suit. Lose it back. Fuck, I need another suit. You know? You
0: know I haven't seen any of those movies.
1: <laughs> I know that to be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Which one have I seen? You've seen Black Panther. You've seen uh, Avengers Assemble, I'm sure. No, I, haven't. I think you've seen Captain America. You've seen one of the Captain America. I have definitely. seen
0: one of the Captain America.
1: So here's the th- okay. So here's the thing. Right, so we've had... Willie DeWitt has been introduced...
0: Oh, God, I him so much. Honestly, every scene with Willie DeWitt, I felt like my cells were dying. How
1: old do you think he is? How old would you say he is?
0: He's at school, so he's at least seven. I don't know, he's about 12?
1: Well, see, I would have said he was like eight.
0: How old is he? Well, I don't know.
1: He's pre-teen, that's all what I can What the fuck are
0: you asking me for? I was asking what your opinion
1: was. Jesus Christ!
0: Oh my god. This is the worst podcast we've ever done. <laughs> to go with the worst show we've ever watched. <laughs> I hated this. I hated it so much. But no, he... I didn't know what was happening
1: at all. But here's my question. Why this kid okay, he's definitely he's un... he's less than thirteen, right? Why is Jenny Attracted to him. She gives him a kiss at the end of right. it. But
0: Jenny is not attracted She's to him. She's flirting
1: with him like that.
0: No, rad. no, 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 no. She's not attracted to him.
1: Wikipedia disagrees. Wikipedia d- disagrees.
0: Wikipedia's full of shite, right? <laughs> she. I was uncomfortable with the moment when the sound effects tried to make her giving him like a peck into a kind of, you know, sexy moment. Yeah,
1: that kind but... of soft jazz kind of.
0: Yeah, it was not, that's not great. But. <laughs> I got that to be a kind of... She was giving him a kiss as in, thank you so much for what you've done. And he was, like, embarrassed because that is a kind of... She's a very sexual uh, cat. Woman, woman cat. <laughs> and, you know, that that's that's kind of, you know, exciting to a young boy that, that she gave him a kiss. I do not think that she fancies Willie DeWitt. <laughs> I don't know what you read on Wikipedia.
1: Wikipedia, she has a romantic inclination towards Willie DeWitt. Right,
0: I don't ever want to fucking see this show again. (laughs) That is not okay. Right, not only does my girl Jenny not fancy Willie DeWitt, no one in the world fancies Willie DeWitt... Right, You asking me about his age, I'm talking to you from what I gain from the fact that he's at school and the level that he's studying at and what he says, right? He looks like a toddler. He
1: does. He looks like a toddler. He looks like Casper the Ghost before he was killed. Looks like a pre-death Casper the Friendly Ghost.
0: I don't remember pre-death for Casper the Ghost. No,
1: I, I don't either, but... He's, what? No, uh, no, no, but th- you know what I'm saying, right? If you imagine Casper the Friendly Ghost, right... This is what he I'm sure he looked like before he died.
0: No, you're you're saying he looks like post death Casper the Ghost.
1: What? No, he doesn't look like Casper the Post Death Casper the Friendly Ghost is Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yes. Pre Death Casper the Friendly Ghost is Willie DeWitt the time travelling child.
0: I thought he looked a bit like Rainbow Bright.
1: Rainbow Bright who's Rainbow Bright?
0: Cartoon character.
1: Okay, I don't know Rainbow Bright.
0: It's a girl. But if he if she had shorter hair, she would look like Willie DeWitt.
1: Okay. I just googled rainbow. Oh shit! Yeah, no, I see it. Oh my god, I completely see it now. Yeah, definitely. Like Rainbow Bright, probably a a less freaky version of Willie Dewitt.
0: Yeah, I like Rainbow Bright.
1: Yeah, I never saw Rainbow Bright. Not one I'm familiar with.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still on this. Are you telling me that there are other episodes in which Jenny fancies Willie Dewitt? I th-
1: presume there are, but I don't know for sure. whether that is a thing that's in the comics and it's more overt. Maybe. There's only 13 episodes of this.
0: Thank Christ! <laughs> that's, that's, that's like 13 too many. <laughs> do you want to talk about the second episode? I
1: do want to talk about some things in the second episode.
0: I want to talk about some things in the second episode, right? Okay, you okay. go for it. Okay, so the second episode is about a race of space pirates, and yet it's boring. What in the world could be more exciting than space pirates? And how did they make it so dull? They're four-armed space pirates. Four-armed space pirate ducks, right? And it's boring. How did that happen? How did they do
1: that? I think it starts with calling them the Corsair Canards.
0: Yeah, that's the most boring pirate name you can come up with.
1: (laughs) Corsair, excellent pirate thing. Only things described as Corsairs are pirates.
0: Buccaneer beaks.
1: Yes, that is much better. Buccaneer beaks.
0: Feathered frigates.
1: Ooh, like it. The wetland wastrels.
0: Gabbling galleons.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: Or should it be galleoneers? Mm. If you can have buccaneers.
1: Can you? But well, have... they're not on
0: a buccan, obviously. but
1: <laughs> ears of a buccan.
0: Actually, I want to talk to you about ears. Okay. Because the last line of this episode is that is music to my pirate ears, which is said by a duck. <laughs> a duck <laughs> doesn't have fucking ears. <laughs> They might have four arms, but I've got eyes and they don't have ears. Again. I've got eyes and they don't have ears. (laughs) (sighs) So the plot of this episode, okay, again, I don't understand. (laughs) But what I do understand is that Bucky O'Hare goes to space pirate ducks, whose only raison d'etre is to be pirates, and says, we want you to stop robbing. ...and fight these toads... ...now why would they not side with the toads?
1: That's a good question...
0: Okay, don't answer that question... ...I have many more things to say, right? So he goes, we want you to stop robbing... ...right? They don't want to stop robbing... ...they're like, what's in it for us? Oh, well, if you stop robbing... ...we'll forgive you for the robbing that you've done... ...but you'll never be able to rob again... ...right? That doesn't make sense... ...because I didn't want to stop robbing... ...in the first fucking place... (laughs) Right, and then again they go and shoot up the UN.
1: <laughs> How
0: many fucking times does that? Happen?
1: I'm guessing every episode ends with them shooting up the UN.
0: They shoot up the UN. <laughs> do, you, do you think that we're going to end up on a list because I've said shoot up the UN so much? <laughs>
1: I'm sure we won't. I tell you another. Don't thing put I... that
0: in the description of this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll that in. I'll tell you another thing that struck oh. me though. Think talking about shooting up the UN being a theme of this this uh, series. Sure. Both these episodes, Bucky O'Hare is in drag.
0: Okay, yes, I also want to talk to you about that. Okay. Because again, this episode has space pirates. It also has a character in drag. And yet I'm still bored. <laughs> these are all the things I like best in the world. Yeah, why is he in drag so much?
1: I don't I presume because it... Is
0: he is he a distant descendant of Bugs? Because we know Bugs is always in drag.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Do you remember this Bugs is...
0: with on the Viking? Girl outfit. The Brunhilde. Brunhilde, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's seminal in terms <laughs> of drag, you know. <laughs>
1: Bugs. The
0: Bugs look. Bucky's obviously following in his footsteps.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, he's not doing it great because he's just wearing, like, a blonde curly wig, which his ears are still poking up through. And he's still a green rabbit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, he's a hare.
1: I'm sorry. Green hare. He's, I'd say, he's pretty recognisable whatever you put him in.
0: Well... Yes and no, because they, it works, doesn't it?
1: It does. It does fool them. I mean, these toads are pretty stupid. I'm going to put that out there. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: They're pretty stupid.
0: I enjoyed their ships, which are also in the shape of toads. Yeah. They're, to- to- they're toad ships.
1: The toad ships are the toads. Is it, they, yeah, they've got a good... They've, they've got a consistent look and style. They're on brand. They are on brand. They're on brand. Even, like, the giant toad ship has got, like, warts coming off it, like a giant toad. It's you know, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, warty parts. And you yeah. come in
1: through the mouth, because obviously that's the bit that opens on a toad. That just makes natural sense. There might
0: be other bits open. Well, I yeah, haven't really but, examined them. But, I
1: mean, you're not going to fly through the anus of a toad, are you?
0: Well, <laughs> well I don't know what you want to do, Will.
1: I mean, if you're talking about making a giant interstellar spacecraft yeah. that you need a lot of ships to fly out of quickly... And it's in the shape of a toad. It makes far more sense to have the mouth be the exit than have them all fly out of the anus. I the mean, anus of your toad is going to be far smaller than your mouth. As with the, a- I mean, name me one animal in which the anus is bigger than the mouth.
0: No, no, no. You can build an anus to whatever side you need it. <laughs> right on on the like bird of prey in the uh, Star Trek.
1: <laughs> Sorry, the Klingon chip has got an anus.
0: I'm not saying... Is is it a Klingon ship, a bird of prey? i think in the Romulan one. Is
1: is that a warbird?
0: Warbird. How did you know? Uh. When I'm imagining it, the head part is very spindly. I'm sure they don't dock through that part. I'm sure it's more the anus part.
1: (laughs) Do you think they use the anus for docking?
0: I think so. (laughs) I'll be honest, that makes more sense to me. (laughs) I don't know how they dock their toads, but...
1: (laughs) (laughs) In terms of building a ani onto...
0: No, no, that can't be the plural of anus.
1: <laughs> anuses? Anuses. <laughs> anuses. Do What's the collective noun for anuses? A puckering of anuses.
0: What the fuck are you talking about?
1: I don't know. Anyway, Captain Bucky O'Hare. So, I want to talk about, though, they go to this... Having come up with this idea for this treaty with the Corsair Canards... Yes. They go to a Corsair Canard bar.
0: Again, a lot of this episode takes place in a pub and still boring.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a few questions I have about this. Yeah. They're basically, they're talking about how they show their skills, and Willie demonstrates his skill with the flying disc.
0: Right, that's a Frisbee, right?
1: Yep, it is a Frisbee. Now, is there... It's a
0: Frisbee with some boomerang qualities.
1: This is a question I was going to ask you. Are you aware that it is at all possible... ...to use a frisbee as a boomerang. No, it's not. No, it's not, is it?
0: I think they have a slight curvature to them... ...but I don't think that one would return to you... ...within the space of a pub.
1: No, and I think just he cheats a bit, Willie... ...because he says, if you throw it right... ...it comes back to you. And the way he does that is to bounce it off the wall.
0: Yeah, again, I think with most frisbees... ...if you hit it against a wall... It will be removed of any flight energy. Yeah, it will be, <laughs> clunk and to it the it will be dunk. It would be done. Yeah, it will be done. Yeah. Will, Will, What are you saying? This is a space. This is a, a different universe. Are you saying that this frisbee could not be a special powers frisbee?
1: Yeah, basically because he's brought this himself from the real world. The what? only thing he's got is his crazy, you know, metal hammer spacesuit. That makes him look like he's in a shit death metal band.
0: The only thing he's got, the uh, isn't this kid the one that built the thing that got him to a different universe? Yeah, he built
1: a built a photon a proton accelerator, a photon accelerator, whatever. And it he was. can't
0: build a frisbee that comes back to him.
1: No, I don't think he can. But I don't think he can.
0: Why is it, right? Why is it that the problems I have with stuff are characters, plot, the whole fucking thing, and the problem you have is that you don't think a frisbee can come back to you? What are you? Focusing
1: on. <laughs> right, I'll tell you why. Because I don't have a problem with the characters of this show in the extent that you do. They're
0: these not even are... 2D. They're
1: 1D. <laughs> but that's the thing, you've got a group of them. You have to, you know, you've to. You've got 20 a... minutes to try and pack in the No, in, the, Tw- the oh, 20 story minutes line. was
0: too long.
1: <laughs> it
0: was... I, oh, these, this is one of the first things we've watched where I wasn't sure I would make it through. Because we watch kids' shows, you know, they're very short. And I honestly wasn't sure I could make it through two episodes of this. I wasn't sure I'd make it through the first episode of
1: this. I knew that because we got partway through the first episode and you turned to me and went, oh, how long is this?
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) That
1: went 20 minutes and you went,
0: oh. I've never asked before, have I? No,
1: you've never asked how long something is. No. You've asked if we have to watch another one before. Yeah, but
0: that's because I'm always trying to get out of shit. (laughs) I'm very manipulative.
1: But here's my other question. They're in the bar, right? Yeah. And a small... And this woman says, oh, we train from birth with our skills so that we're like crack shots and pirates. And a small duck child comes up to Willy and says something. Yeah. And then this duck child goes off and finds a switch on the floor, which he presses, and a knife comes shooting out the ceiling towards him. Yeah. Now... Why would you have that in a busy pub?
0: That doesn't seem sensible.
1: Also, why would you have a duck child in a busy pub?
0: I think the phrase is duckling.
1: Is it, though, in this he's context? He's
0: wearing a nappy.
1: He's wearing a nappy. He's also got four arms and can talk.
0: They've all got four arms and can talk.
1: Yeah, but um, if he's toilet trained?
0: He's not toilet trained, he's wearing a
1: nappy. Yeah, surely that suggests that maybe his speech shouldn't be all there. He's also he presses a button that releases a knife at his head.
0: Well, that's not sensible. I don't know why he does that. And apparently the only way he can be saved is by it being intercepted by the magic frisbee.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest, if you're trying to block a spring-loaded knife with a frisbee, I don't think you're going to last too well.
0: Well, it, you can knock it off its course.
1: I'm skepti- I'm deeply sceptical about the whole thing.
0: It's weird, isn't it? You're very sceptical about this whole bit. Yeah. And I Less was, so
1: about the ge- I mean, and I I'm, was
0: like, I finally understand what's going on.
1: I bought into the general concept of the show. But this to me just seemed to bridge too far. It's
0: too far, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's I it. I can
1: see that. That's it. There's one other character I want to talk about that we haven't spoken about.
0: Oh, God. Who is it now?
1: <laughs> it's the purple alligator.
0: That was pink.
1: Okay, the pink alligator.
0: Well, it was pink on our screen. I don't know what it was meant to be. <laughs>
1: I think it was meant to be purple. Cheap Fuchsia. Cheap, the fuchsia...
0: shitty YouTube version. <laughs> the
1: fuchsia alligator.
0: Okay, the fuchsia alligator. What did
1: you think of the fuchsia alligator? Couldn't
0: give a shit. <laughs> I'd totally given up by this point. <laughs> I, I'm really sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. I don't remember anything about the fuchsia alligator. Really? Apart from as soon as it opened its mouth, I was disappointed.
1: It's <laughs> a Creole accent.
0: Did it have an accent? Yeah. I thought it was just kind of meh. Well, well. Talk, you know, talk to me really enthusiastically about the future alligator. I mean, I
1: think he was like the main antagonist for Bucky O'Hare throughout this thing. He's a sneaky purple alligator. He's
0: the main antagonist? I think so, yeah. Oh, that's really disappointing then. Yeah,
1: it's that he's like the spy of the toads, and, you know, he was trailed in the, the end of episode one where they said, oh, this is what's coming up next time, Bucky O'Hare. Here's the entire plot of the episode.
0: Yeah, I did did catch a glimpse of a brightly coloured alligator at that stage and I was excited to see him. But when he actually arrived, I felt nothing for him. I I was without... I I didn't feel that he was my enemy, that I hated him. I didn't feel like I was rooting for him because I hated all the others so much. I was left empty.
1: (laughs) Was there anything, any character other than Jenny that you liked? Commander Dogstar?
0: No, I didn't like that. Complex? I don't know what that is. That
1: was the toad on the monitor, like the... the...
0: No, didn't like that.
1: Uh, Didn't like that. Air Marshal Toad?
0: Don't remember that one.
1: No, that's the big toad in uniform from the first episode.
0: No, I didn't like him.
1: Fricks and Frax, his two henchmen. They're okay. Okay.
0: I preferred the adverts that they were watching. Yeah. There was another advert for, like, spam, but for for toads. Yeah. It was made of flies. flam. 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 Yeah, Flam. That was amusing. Almost... It was almost a joke. It was like a, a, a an observation.
1: What did you think of the twist at the end of the second episode we watched, though?
0: Don't know what it was. Okay,
1: right, well, basically, <laughs> I'm going to recap the... the
0: Genuinely, do not know I'm what it to was. I'm going to recap
1: the plot of this episode for you. So, they're basically trying to make a treaty with the...
0: Okay, so, are you going to talk about the challenge part?
1: We'll get to the challenge part, yeah. All right. Uh, so, they're trying to make a, a treaty with the Corsair Canards... This treaty is based on they won't go back to piracy until the toads are defeated. If they do, the treaty is broken, they can all be arrested. So, the purple alligator uh, sends a decoy set of corsair canards to breach this treaty. And he reveals he's got a spy within the UN.
0: Oh, God, yeah, there was a spy! And
1: the weasel, who is really sceptical about the... uh... I
0: thought that was a wolf.
1: Okay. It's definitely not a wolf. Uh, stoat. Let's settle on Stoat. The stoat. Let's settle
0: on Stoat! I haven't even... I thought it was a fucking wolf!
1: It's not a wolf. And no wolf-like features at all.
0: What, it's face?
1: No, it had like a pointed face like a weasel. Okay. <laughs> so.
0: If you say so. I don't, I'm not even sure I'm thinking of the same character now because what I saw was a wolf.
1: Okay. He's a really sceptical one, though, about the whole thing.
0: I know! <laughs> I thought it was a wolf! Okay.
1: But Dead Eye Duck has to try and convince the Corsair Canals to sign the treaty. So he has to go through a skills test against uh, Red Jack, who's another pirate.
0: Okay, I'll just put down what my interpretation of these events was. Okay. Old Fucker Duck thinks I-Duck doesn't respect their traditions, but accepts the throwing of the boomerang frisbee as a challenge. Okay. So that's what happened, right? Yeah, basically. So Old Fucker Duck is Red Jack Duck. Yeah. And I-Duck is... Dead Eye Duck.
1: Dead Eye Duck, yes.
0: Not one eye duck. I've, I've got confused about the name. Dead Eye Duck. Okay, yeah. so d- Dead Eye Duck, mm-hmm. right, they have a challenge of, like... Oh, I can't remember what the challenge is. It was basically clay
1: pigeon shooting.
0: Clay pigeon shooting, yes, which is weird, because why would ducks get involved with clay pigeon shooting? It's like the antithesis of their being, isn't it? They should have been...
1: It would be like having them play duck hunt on the NES. It's just not right. Yeah,
0: exactly. You wouldn't play duck hunt. Or... Yeah, shooting is just like, no, not their thing. Like, they, they should have been catching bits of bread in their mouth or something. <laughs> I don't know. But that wasn't a duck thing. So they do clay pigeon shooting. Their scores are tied. Yeah. Then they do...
1: Arm wrestling
0: arm wrestling but with
1: all four arms well, yeah obviously
0: because they've got four arms so whatever okay I get arm wrestling because if you're going to give ducks arms they might as well do something with them um, <laughs> and then yeah he challenges him to the frisbee yeah. and even though it's all about the fact that old fucker duck is like y- you don't respect our traditions and you've got to come into our world and do as we say if you want us to do this new thing which is sign the treaty right it when he when he says oh i don't think we should do any more of these challenges that we always do we should learn a new skill have you tried saying learn a new skill to someone old right they go nuts (laughs) they'll do anything to avoid it right so he's like we should learn a new skill which is frisbee tossing so then they do that i'm not even sure i watched it after that I, it was in front of my eyeballs, but I don't know what happened with that bit.
1: The whole, whole idea was the first one to throw it and knock a pint glass over the head of the duck who's holding all the pint glasses would win, and thus would win the treaty. And Deadeye Duck does it. He okay, does so Deadeye Duck
0: wins. Right, yes. fine. Okay. Amongst all this, there's this confusion of the fact that on the outside world, so this is all taking place in the secret space pirate duck forum on the outside world that they they have like doppelgangers have been robbing people and going back to pirate ways and so the space animal un are saying oh they've gone back on their word they they robbed us fuck it right rip the treaty up it's all over okay those decoy ducks <laughs> i don't know who was playing them right there was no there was no like obvious mark on them to tell me who was playing them like i know i know it would have been picked up by the characters but as an audience member i just wanted a clue just as soon as i saw them i wanted a clue who's who's in them and then they caught one and i was like okay it's all been revealed now because obviously i knew they were decoy ducks. but i caught one and there's a toad in it okay there's a toad in it right Uh, even though that wouldn't work, whatever. they caught one, and Then there was still plot to go. Yeah. I was like, why would this be happening to me? <laughs> and so then there was still there was still a laborious reveal of oh it was dark it was toads in the ducks all along. Oh God, we know you're at war with the fucking toads. Of course it would be the toads. Rip off their fucking face and check. Anyway, it was decoy ducks. I think everything's settled. And then they go to the UN, they're like, there's a traitor. There's a traitor in this space animal UN. And yeah, there's a walrus in charge. And they rip off his head, and there's a newt inside. (laughs) It was a newt operating a walrus. But I think that was the only point at which I was like, oh, I think that's an amusing concept. But I'd lost the ability to laugh (laughs) because my soul had withered away.
1: You know, I was actually, that twist did take me by surprise. I really was expect. I bought so into it, I really was expecting it to be the weasel, it's the traitor. And for it to be the walrus, I no have uh, to one, buy a newt.
0: No one expects a newt inside a walrus.
1: <laughs> anyway, I think that is all we really need to say on Bucky O'Hare.
0: This is the last time the listeners ever get a choice
1: strongly disagree. Listeners, we will be doing more polls in future for you to pick what we should be watching and, let's be honest, subjecting Liz to... So Liz, i got to ask the question, Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Wars, how do you like me now?
0: I sometimes like to hedge my bets when you get to the how do you like me now part because I know that different people have different tastes and, you know, people have nostalgia. I'm just going to put this out there... This is a shit programme. No one should watch it. No one should have watched it. You should not subject any future children to it. All copies of it should be destroyed. Because it's so bad. It has nothing to offer the world. It is devoid of anything. It is nothingness. And it, it offended my eyeballs with... Its ability to do so much and be so confusing by doing nothing.
1: Well, I thought it was all right. Okay. Thank you, Liz, for joining me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was okay. I do, you know, it's confusing. There's too much packed in. It doesn't have any laughs, really. Uh, but again, you know, I like a world. I like a world to be built, and I like a cast of characters, you know. So on the tin, on the label, this has all the hallmarks and things I'd like. It's not the best thing in the world.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It has characters. (laughs) It has characters. And it's set in a world. (laughs) So therefore you'll like it. As opposed to those many things that I try and get you to watch that have no characters and no (laughs) worlds. You know that we live in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. Rosie and Jim has a world.
1: <gasps> Don't get me started on Rosie and Jim. Oh, I'm sorry
0: I mentioned Rosie and Jim. Just cut that bit out.
1: <laughs> anyway, so there we are. So that was the winner of our listener poll. Uh,
0: that was the Twitter winner, wasn't it?
1: That was the Twitter winner. So our next episode is going to be the Instagram poll winner, which uh I'll look forward to that. Liz, thank you for joining me. Thanks. And thank you for watching Buckethead. Thanks for nothing! Thanks for nothing! Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will see you next time. This is a Standard Nerds podcast.